Welcome to Unchained, the radio program which addresses the challenges facing Christians today with short, pithy presentations, presenting a vigorous defense for Christianity's claim that the Holy Bible is God's inspired word. This series deconstructs the arguments of evolutionists, anti-theists, atheists, and other enemies of the Holy Bible. Here is your host, Pastor Rod Anderson. I'm Rod Anderson. Could it be true that when we try to be too clever, we actually outsmart ourselves? Just recently, I was reading a book of a well-known Christian professor based on the book of Genesis and scientific thought. And I've heard the same man present Jesus Christ and him crucified in a most compelling and compassionate way in the past. But in his study of the first three chapters of Genesis, he acquiesces to the evolutionary dogma. It is peculiar to me that Christians who claim to believe in Jesus Christ as their Lord and Saviour, who say that the Bible is God's inspired word, yet they would deny that God created the world in six literal days. Is it because they believe that God could create the world or could not create the world in six literal days? Do they believe, as Pope John Paul II believed, when famously asked about creation, replied that science to be the better explanation, referring to evolution? If God could not speak the world into existence as the Bible says it did in Psalm 33, then why worship him? If God cannot do what the Bible says he did, and he himself claimed he did, then is God a liar? Is the Bible false? If you do not believe the opening chapters of the Bible, then why would you believe anything else that it contains? If you cannot trust that God created the world in six literal days, as the Bible says, then what do we do with the other miraculous events we see in the Bible or we read of in the Bible? The reality is, if we do away with chapter 1 of Genesis in the Bible, the other supernatural elements can also be viewed as improbable, if not absurd. I wonder if these learned professors and theologians theologians have really thought about the ramifications of denying the opening chapter of the Bible, considering when you study the New Testament, it's very clear that Jesus Christ believed Genesis as it was written, and the Apostle Paul believed it as a literal truth. Peter believed in the accuracy of uh, Genesis. Are our modern-day pundits more enlightened than the prophets of the New Testament or of our Saviour Jesus Christ? In effect, what Christians do when they deny chapter 1 of the Bible, referring to it as an allegory, they are declaring that God's word is not accurate or true and are calling God a lie because God himself made it very clear that the days of creation were six literal days. Soon after the Israelites left Egypt, God leads them to Mount Sinai. And it is upon the mount that God wrote his law of Ten Commandments. And it's the fourth commandment. He identifies his day of corporal worship along with the reason they should worship him on that day. And now this is from Exodus chapter 20, verses 8 to 11. It says, remember the Sabbath day to keep it holy. Six days you shall labor and do all your work. But the seventh day is the Sabbath of the Lord your God. In it, 
You shall do no work, you, nor your son, nor your daughter, nor your male servant, nor your female servant, nor your cattle, nor your stranger who is within your gates. For in six days the Lord made the heavens and the earth, the sea and all that is in them, and rested the seventh day. Therefore the Lord blessed the Sabbath day and You would have recognized this commandment began with the word remember. Evidently, God knew that men and women would forget his holy day. As we have read the Sabbath commandment identified as the seventh day of the week, the day we call Saturday today. But did you notice it gave the reason why we are to worship God? Because God is the creator and he created the world in six days. By remembering to worship on the Sabbath day, we are reminded each week that God is a creator. The reason why God commands us to keep the Sabbath day holy is because it is the memorial of his creative work in which he made the earth in six 24-hour days. When you do a literary study on Genesis chapter 1, you discover some very interesting facts, facts in which science agrees. For example, on day one, God created the light. On day two, he created our atmosphere and the seas. On day three, God created the dry land and vegetation. Then on day four, God creates the sun and the moon. Let's pause for a moment. God created the vegetation on day three, but we all know that vegetation cannot survive without sunlight. But look what God does on day four. The Bible says he created the sun, moon, and stars as well. Interesting, without the process of photosynthesis, plant life on the earth would not survive. So it is in a possible... I'll say that again. It's an impossibility that the days of creation were millions of years. If that were the case, then nothing would have survived. Let's continue on now because the Bible says on day five that God made the birds of the air, the fish of the sea. And on day six, God made man, the land animals and insects of which the pollination of plants is not only essential for their survival, but for the plants as well. On top of these realities, when Genesis chapter 1 says the evening and the morning were the first day, the evening and the morning were the second day, the third day, the fourth day, etc., it's talking about the dark part of the day and the light part of the day following. And God organized the dark and the light to equal 24 hours. Not thousands or millions of years of unending darkness and not thousands or millions of years of unending light. If they were the conditions upon the earth, nothing could have ever survived. No, these days of Genesis are the same 24-hour periods of time of light and darkness that we experience today. But you don't have to be fooled or misled by professors of religions or theologians, atheists or agnostics if you understand the Bible yourself. And to that end, I want you to have a 25-part series of Bible reading guides called Orchard Faith of Jesus Studies. They are easy to use and you will happily discover that the Bible is a wonderful source of truth, encouragement and hope. And all you have to do to receive these studies is send me an email with your name, postal address and phone number to 
info at theorchardmelbourne.org.au. That is info at theorchardmelbourne.org.au or go to our website, theorchardmelbourne.org.au and go to the tab mark, contact us, follow the prompts and we will send the study guides out to you. Unfortunately, this is all the time we have now, but I look forward to being with you next time. And I'm Rod Anderson. Remember, the truth has nothing to fear from investigation. Goodbye for now. You have been listening to Unchained. We look forward to your company here next time on 3ABN Australia Radio as we continue this series with Pastor Rod Anderson. Coming up next, we have Danny Shelton and the kids. It's a beautiful world. It's a beautiful world that God made Just for you and for me He created it all in six days I have faith to believe The Bible tells the story Of God's great power and glory He made the light, the earth and sea He made the flowers and the buzzing bumblebees It's a beautiful world that God made God created everything in just six days. On the first day, God created light. And on the second day, He made the heavenly skies. On the third day, He created the grass, the trees, and the plants. On the fourth day, He created the sun, the moon, and the stars. And on the fifth day, God created the fish and all the wonderful sea creatures in the water. And He created all the birds in the air. It's a beautiful world that God made Just for you and for me He created all in six days I have faith to And the buzzing bumblebee It's a beautiful world That God made Just for you and for me And on the sixth day He created all the beautiful animal life on the earth But He also created something very special that sixth day Yes, special and dear to the heart of God You guessed it He created you and me Flowers and the buzzing bumblebees. It's a beautiful world that God made just for you and for me. After creating everything in just six days, the Bible says that God rested. Let's read about it in Genesis 2 1 through 3. 
Thus the heavens and the earth were finished, and all the host of them. And on the seventh day God ended his work which he had made. And he rested on the seventh day from all his work which he had made. And God blessed the seventh day and sanctified it, because that in it he had rested from all his work which God created and made. It's a beautiful world that God made. Just for you and for me, He created it all in six days. I have faith to believe. It's a beautiful. 